Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the False Nine Podcast. My name is Santi, and I'll be your host today. Uh, joining with me, of course, is always the one and only Louis Pies. Louis, how are you today, baby? Better than I deserve, my friend. Let's let's go. I'm ready to rock. Let's get to it. A lot to talk about, people. We got UCL review. Uh, we're gonna do some weekend preview. Uh, we're gonna hopefully get to trivia. Um, and also our bottle and door bets. And a disclaimer, our other host, Edwin, uh, had a little emergency that he had to go to, so uh, he will probably not be joining us today. But who knows? There's still a chance because, you know, we got to get trivia out of the way. So let's get to it. Yes, yes, the goal is back. Just kidding, not my goal, but one of the greats. <laughs> one of the greats, Messi finally scores. PSG 2, City's nil. Um, uh, Lewis, how mad were you that uh, finally PSG decided to play their best game of the year against your team? Look, man, they didn't even play that well. We we were the better team on the night. We deserve, you know, we deserve to win that game. Well, honestly, I wouldn't even say we deserve to win it because we didn't finish any of our chances. We didn't even score a goal. But, you know, mess, PSG, they put the goals away. They got the W. But, I, I, you know, I don't think they were that better than us. That's uh, PSG's first win versus Manchester City, by the way, ever. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Uh, how many games do you guys – uh, played against each other like six um, seven probably around the, the two in the semis I the two a couple did. years ago two in the quarters remember the, two in the quarters and i think this one okay so the fifth one okay yeah uh no yeah no um you missed a lot of chances uh, i hate to always say this because every time um I, I see him i just don't think he's that good because he's also 21 i'm like oh, i'll give him a break but then donna Ruma, man he's he's good gg is good he is coming for analysis throat um and i actually want to stick to that first to, to a little talking point especially after this uh after this performance how crucial he was do you think this is going to affect their chemistry because i i know you've seen reports uh the south american players are pretty much like on this side and then you have like the europeans and it's just like kind of clashing together and it doesn't help the pochettino's a south american coach uh what do you think about that um you know obviously Kaylin Navis is a world-class keeper. Uh, Gigi Donnarumma is a world-class keeper. We, we can both, you know, we'll agree to that. Uh, that They kind of designated uh, Donnarumma as the Champions League keeper now. So, and Navas in the league, which, you know, in my opinion, if, if, it was, if I was Donnarumma, I wouldn't be mad about. I'm playing the more important games in a way, uh, the games that matter to PSG the most. At the same time, you also do want to play every game. And, you know, the, the little clicks you're talking about, like the South American guys made the pact, you know, that Navas is going to keep his spot. Pochettino, I don't think he can handle, you know, we know that he can't handle all those egos, all those superstars. It's definitely an interesting situation, but, you know, Navas is good. And, you know, we were all surprised when they brought in Donnarumma in a way. We, we you know, a lot of people thought he was going to go to uh, Juventus. And, you know, PSG just made the move. He, he, Donnarumma had to know there was going to be that competition there when he came in, you know? So it's not like this wasn't unexpected of him. 
And we saw a lot of various rumors saying, oh, Donnarumma's upset. And then Fabricio said, you know, Donnarumma, he's fine. Um, you know, Raiola said he's fine. So it's up in the air. But I think, you know, if if Donnarumma can get a good amount of games in, in the Champions League and maybe some league games here and there, cup games or whatever, I think he'll be fine because eventually he'll know that, you know, Kaylin Adams is like 34 years old. So eventually he knows he's going to take that spot permanently. And he has a lot of goalkeeping left in him. So I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah, I think the, the the key is, I mean, if we've seen like those the, the heated like uh, goalie battles, I guess in a way, um, I remember this was a big problem when Barca got Ter Stegen. Remember yeah. they got Ter Stegen, they got Bravo. That's like the, the one that I that I clearly remember. Yeah, where Ter Stegen would uh, be goalie in the Champions League, and then Bravo was the league. But they, I mean, Ter Stegen was more uh, accepting of it, and this is when you just came up. But Bravo, I remember, was pissed about it and stuff. Um, did Ter Stegen start the Champions League final? Yeah. Yeah. So that could be the same thing for Donnarumma. Yeah. Uh, but oh, also, by the way, we played PSG in the UEFA Cup in 2008 in a draw. Thank you for that tidbit. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't want to be a homer, but I hate seeing Navas going through it again. Like at Madrid, they brought in Courtois for no fucking reason. And After three Champions League fun, uh, wins, and, wins, and it's like, and they just dump him to PSG. PSG gladly takes him. He, he's a key part of their uh, team. He won them a couple games last year, and the year before when they made to the like the last two years in the Champions League, he's been so crucial for them. And it's just like, damn, I get the age part, but, but it's just like. Good. I feel like he's got blindsided. That's all. I, if, if, if he knew, then it's different. I personally don't know. I just, it seems to me that he got blindsided. It's because then if, if you, if it wasn't such a, like a last minute move, a lot of these players wouldn't be so like backing him up, like going out of their way pretty much. No. Yeah. And you got to look at a PSG, a PSG's perspective. It's like, you can get your next goalkeeper for the next decade right now for free. Or you know whatever yeah they they pay the they're just paying wages at that point do you do you do it would you do it if if you had the chance if you had Navas I, I don't know I it's don't a, know it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in because you can you can have these two world class guys at the same time and it's awkward but I think PSG you know they're thinking long term with this they're thinking long term with Hakimi and Nunez uh they're obviously thinking long term continuously trying to uh, resign Mbappe, but you know, other other stories. But um, it's just it's just what it is at this point, and they just got to go through it. Uh, you made up. You brought up a good point about thinking about the future, and I actually want to expand a little more. You brought up Mbappe. I feel like we always talk about him and the situation with PSG. Um, speaking of chemistry, uh, did you know it took forty five minutes for Neymar and Mbappe to pass the ball to each other at the game? I did not know that at all. 45 minutes. To each other? Um, yeah, pity at its finest, man. Uh, I remember, I believe, I saw a report that, uh, you saw the video, Mbappe was fucking pissed when he didn't pass him the ball at the, over the weekend. Yeah. And then Pochettino trying to clear it up, whatever. But I saw a report that Neymar said that he was pissed that Mbappe just wanted to leave, like, this summer. Mm. Um. So it was crazy. So I don't know what to believe. I could. I don't blame Neymar for feeling that way. I mean, I don't blame any PSG player for feeling how like Mbappe wanted to leave after like you know you get Messi, you get Hakimi, you get Ramos, you get Donnarumma, you get Wijnaldum. Like damn. 
got new memes. Yeah, my bad. Forgot about him. <laughs> Don't forget. But, but um, yeah, no. Do you think this is just just like a one-off, or is this gonna continue? Because I uh, listen, like I love Mbappe. I think. Uh, I still don't think he's better than Holland. I think Holland's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been showing a lot of like these, I don't want to say mood swings. I don't, I don't feel like it's kind of wrong to say, but just like these acts. It's okay to say he's a diva. I don't, I don't think he is. I just think we just make it seem like it because we, we kind of maybe expect him to be, to act differently, I guess in a way, because and when he came, when he was coming up, he was very humble. He was very to himself. He came, went out there and performed. So I don't. I mean, it's just that. It was just a normal change. And well, now we're like, oh shit! Like, yo, you know, he's a diva. He's not really a diva. He's just he's correct to getting mad at him, uh, Neymar. So I think for me, I think Neymar has a right to be mad for Mbappe wanting to leave. You just made a final two years ago. You made a semifinal last year. You're right there, right? Why would you want to break it up? One, I think that's what Neymar's thinking. Um, and also this year you brought all this talent into the squad without losing anyone major. Why would you want to leave? Same thing. Especially because Madrid, as we're going to touch upon later, are in the mud. But, and then on Mbappe's side, you know, you talked about him being humble coming up. That's because he was coming up. You know, he didn't have the, the spotlight on him all the time. Now he does. Now he's a megastar. But at Monaco, um, when he beat City and stuff, that was him coming up. Uh, now he's, you know, one of the top five players in the world in that bracket, in that category. He wants his own team. He's in, he probably thinks, ah, I was in Neymar's, I was Neymar's little tag partner. Now I'm in a, in a trio with Messi. So, you know, he probably wants to get away from it. And I, I don't blame him either for wanting his own team. We see it a lot in basketball and other sports, whatever. But, you know, at least try to, Give this a shot. This is this is a super team. We know we've been calling it. Right. Let everyone come back. Let everyone be healthy. See how you guys perform for the season. Give it a chance at least. And then, you know, walk away in the summer. Don't make a big deal about it before the window ends. Oh, I, I, I don't I don't think he's making a big deal about it. So um I just it's just because I mean, like like we've said, like I told you, like we've talked about here, he declared he asked for a transfer request, like publicly. That's something else. He never, I don't think he ever did. Maybe privately, there was reports. Who knows? I mean, I don't think they were going to sell him in the first place anyway. So he's just minding his own business and he's going to leave next year. I think, I think Neymar should like just like kind of calm down a little. That's all. Um, but, anyways, um, uh, should, yeah, let's get to the <laughs> game. To the game. Um, Varati, masterclass. I don't know how. Practice trained twice this year with PSG and just came back, just floored the whole midfield, just control dominated. Um, but come on, we, we got to talk about your team. Sit A. Eh? What happened with Sit A? Eh? Um, you know, you could chalk it up to I know you like to mention you guys don't have a striker, you guys are gonna suck. You don't have a striker, you're gonna suck, which is which is fair. I understand. I feel you like a striker would, would help this, this. You this, need this. a guy with the striker's mentality to, you know make those runs, get that, get that limb out there, get that foot across to put the ball in. I feel at like the a Danny, time, Danny Ings would have helped here. What if Danny Ings would help? Maybe. Imagine Danny Ings at the Parc de Prince. That'd be kind of, that's kind of weird, but I'm just, listen, that's the kind of profile I was looking, I, I kind of wanted you guys to get. But anyways, he gone. Sorry. 
Um, no, we definitely had our opportunities. Um, I think we we controlled the game for the most part. Um, I think we were it's kind of similar to how we played against Chelsea. We were getting our chances. We kept attacking, attacking, attacking them. We were in their own half a lot of the time. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the possession stat was uh, real quick, but, you know, 54 percent possession, 18 shots. But we lost the game, you know, uh, Bernardo Silva had the miss where Sterling hits it. Uh, heads it over, hits the ball, hits the bar, the top bar, comes down to Bernardo Silva's feet. Yeah, that was somehow, he somehow hits the bar too in an open goal. That's one, that's a goal right there. Uh, the goal that PSG did get, the first one of uh, Fredrissa Gay, it just uh, takes it to the kind of gets to his path. Rian Morris probably maybe could have been a better effort to clear it, but it just went straight to Gay's pass. You know, like, you know, it's just a scramble. You can't really blame anyone for that. Um, defensively or anything uh the messy goal i think it was a great you know typical one two Messi takes it on brings it all the way up to mbappe mbappe just flicks it back to Messi. Messi just strikes it beautifully um right past ederson i don't think it i don't think there was much he could do you know uh, oh yeah i wanted to talk about that was it was he so he wasn't at fault i i think he wasn't at fault but he, but he, you could see the misstep. He steps to his right, and that's what gets him. He expected he was, it. He expected it to his to his right side. I think he was just a little way off his line. You know, if he, if he, like he was almost at the edge of the six yard box. If he was maybe a little more back, he was kind of by like the penalty spot. If he was a little bit more back, I think uh, he might have a better chance at it because it was kind of just whizzes by his head over to the left. I think he would have had a better chance. If he is, was he, is it me or is he tends to always always just? position himself wrong um he like does. like for like long like kind of like those shots outside the box no yeah he is he does catch himself very far out. like i remember a lot of games versus liverpool where he's just always like scrambling right. back yeah. trying to get back but i think that's more of like us having the ball for so much he and higher up. he just gets bored back there <laughs> i'm literally i no, think he I just gets you. Like, i got you i got you i got you and then like when a team's on the counterattack or like you know something's happening we're passing to play for the other team and he's just like oh fuck and then he's just like way out of position sometimes right uh, even in the even just in the box he probably could have had a better chance at it but you know i'm not even gonna blame him we still didn't score at the end of the day so it's not like if they missed that goal we're still down one nothing anyways um i'm gonna say we were the better team but you know the it just didn't go our way. They got the goals in. Yeah, tough luck for Sit A. But uh, you know who had good luck? Oh, man. United. 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 Ah, man. My team. Never a doubt. Never a fucking doubt. Never a doubt, bro. <laughs> Scores again. Ronaldo to the rescue, United 2, VRL 1. Right, hold on. This is going to be my first first one of the season because I've been very positive. I've been very non-critical of the manager. I swear, bro, his taxes are just vibes. <laughs> it's just now it's, it's from Bruno and vibes to Ronnie and vibes, bro. Oh, my God. I don't understand how he's just I – don't, I don't know. I don't know. Part of me was like, I kind of hope we lo- we lost that game because he probably got to gotten sacked. Part of me so? was thinking that. Sacked? You think so? Yeah. Just bring back Sir Alex. Fuck it. We brought Ronaldo back. We could bring him back. 
I don't think he can handle the, the anxiety of a football match anymore. But yeah. But oh my god, dude! I, I don't know what he does. The the I understand he had he, there was we had injuries, but it's just the tactics. You you could see Villarreal, a well coached team that knows what they're doing. Very organized. Their counters were perfect. Their left winger. I don't know. I think I don't. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm trying to he, get it right now. His he destroyed Diego Diogo Dalo, destroyed Dan, him. Danhuma. He destroyed him. Yo, our midfield was dominated by a Wadford reject, bro. A Wadford reject. <laughs> Kapoe. Like our entire midfield. It's oh my god. It was just it was a very frustrating game. Um, how how did you see? How did you see the game? No, yeah, and the same the same thing you were saying. The Huma was killing um, Diego Dalla. Uh, he, I think Martin Tyler said in the in the in the commentary that he could have had a hat trick in the first thirty minutes of the game. Um, yeah, big time. That's just not good enough for 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 what United is doing in this game. Um, I know you guys have the injury to uh, Duke Shaw and Juan Bissaka was injured too, right? Uh no, it was uh, Maguire. Maguire. Um, so, well, uh, Juan Bissaka was uh, is out uh, suspended. Suspended two games, so so it's like you know, this Villarreal team, they're they're a, not a small club, but the town is 50,000. I imagine the stadium isn't that big, I imagine their finances aren't that big. You know, Man United need to be competing. No, they're a very, they're a very humble team, but they're very, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, they're a very humble team. They have great what, names in there, yeah. For what they've been, I feel like they've been very successful. I don't know about like trophy wise, but they've always. They for the every now and then they're always in the mix of the top four. Um, they've had a Europe, they've had a Champions League uh, semifinal before. They're always mostly in the Champions League or Europa League. Um, so I mean they're consistent, but they're not United. They, they they're not United's club. When it comes to the names and the money spent, it's yeah, hundred percent. But they and, do have a good team though. No, nah, yeah. Pau Torres, I think, is the next Sergio Ramos, the left-footed Sergio Ramos. He is. He is too good, man. I don't know how he's still in Villarreal. Yeah, there were a lot of teams swooping in for him in the summer. Uh, yo, remember that. Yo, uh, for uh, for any listener who's any listeners that are Spurs fans, this guy rejected your club because you guys don't play Champions League, <laughs> you fucking losers. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, I I they were they were talking in the Spanish broadcast that uh, Real is going to go hard for him next year. So they're, they're gonna need it. So I, I don't. I, yeah, like I said, it probably Real, Barca. I could see Prem teams. I know we were looking at them. We've been looking for a left center, left left footed center back for like years. It's key, bro. Um, Popularize it. Laporte. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I agree with it. Uh, but yeah, no, just heartbreak for good evening. Heartbreak for good evening. They they play they played really well. They should have won. They're good, but who cares? Because. Search the rescue. Oh, and shout out Lingard. That was a good assist. That was a oh. good assist. <laughs> and that was a good assist. I would yo think he meant many, it. Yes. How many people would have how many people would have just shot that ball? He didn't he was he was falling down. He was no in position to shoot. Because he saw Ronaldo right in front of me passing the ball. Bro, he was literally falling. Bro, a striker, a strike, a striker tries to shoot that a hundred percent. If, if that's position. if that's if that's Ronaldo, that's Cavani. They're shooting that with the ball. I don't blame them. This is an instant. If they're in position, I'll say. But I don't know. Also, Varane had a big mistake almost that could have cost him a goal. I don't know. If Yo, they, David De Gea, man, 
David De Gea. It's, it's making me think he's wearing a ponytail again or a man bun. That's the one. Yo, the hair, the hair vibes are bad. Yo, he's looking good. He he definitely might save you. He, he's been saving our ass. He's he been saving six games this game. Yeah. yeah, he had he had the the shot by then you made was then you made the the one who shot the who was Varan mistake? Who was that? Was it then you made too? No, that was Paco. Oh. Did, he, did the head save it or did he just miss no, it? No, it went, it went wide. He missed it. He missed it. He missed just it. wide. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple saves in Dan Huma. And then um, in the second half, when there was like that scramble for the ball, uh, this guy on for the I forget his name, he missed like the kind of like slams his head into the ball and it like bounces off something. And then they're, they're, oh, they're, like, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, Dia. Dia, the, 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 the striker that came in for Paco. Yeah. He, they're like that double save, yo. Yeah. That was crazy, too. I mean, I don't. They were they were saying in the comment in the commentary that um in the broadcast that he should have tried to head it, but I don't know if he had even had time to react and just kind of put it with his chest. Yeah, he had a bit of great save. Was it one one at that time? Or was it one nothing? Yeah. No, it was one one. One one. I'm pretty sure it was one one. Yo, and it's crazy. The goal like went through his legs. It was kind of like very precise. Yeah, that was a, that was a great finish. He could he could he could have easily saved it, but it went through his legs. Yeah, and that was another assist by Dan Huma. He was killing, bro. Again. That was his assist. They compared him to Mbappe. Did, did he remind you of Mbappe at all with those moves? They, that's what they were talking. I don't know. I mean, you know, they're both – Mbappe kind of plays a lot of wing. Well, not um, anymore, but in, before, you know, before. Before for PSG when Cavani was yeah. there. And he makes he makes those same type of runs that, um, you know, this guy's very fast, just really beating the fullback and getting those crosses in. And, and, and Bobby got to get, you know, um, in the PSG highlights from uh, League One, he gets, he's kind of still doing the same thing when he gets out wide. He's still, you know, putting those very dangerous crosses in the same way that this guy. Um, so he's definitely someone to watch. You know, I never watched him, follow him too closely, but uh, played really well today. Yeah, no, but doesn't matter. Ronaldo you can play well. Whatever. You can play well, but at the end of the day, you got to win the game. <laughs> Is do you think do you think I know you don't think this is sustainable, right? What winning like this? Winning like this? No, Ronaldo scoring and we winning? Yes. Okay. Well, it's different. Cause you guys look pretty bad out there. Listen, listen, we need to switch up the starting eleven. I I'm I'm tired. Listen, I need Greenwood. Greenwood needs a break. He's been playing pretty bad. He's been fairly selfish. If you're gonna play Ronaldo as striker, you need someone that's gonna on the wing that's gonna cross the ball. Greenwood, I have not seen him cross like in the air. I have not seen one cross by him in the last few games. I think he kind of has that striker's mentality too. Uh, hey, good for him. That's fine. That's that's no problem, no issue. I'm just saying, when you want, if you're gonna have Ronaldo striker number nine, put Sancho on the right, man. Put Sancho on the right. Oh, and but I also want to see Cavani and Ronaldo just start together. All right, put Ronaldo back in the left wing. Bonnie was in there. He was hustling. Yeah. He, hustling. Hey, man, listen, 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 man. That guy always hustles. That guy's always uh, works his ass off. He hasn't been playing as much. Probably a little pissed off. Um, but, hey, just getting back into rhythm. I I really seen him starting over the weekend. So, But we can get to that later. But what about what one thing? Sancho, bro. What's up? I'm, all, I'm all, Like I said last uh, two podcasts ago, I'm a little worried, man. But I told you. But I've been saying. He's a right winger. He's the right winger we've been looking for since Antonio Valencia. Where the fuck is he playing? The left wing. Great. Amazing. Just, it just, all in vibes, baby. All in vibes. We're still waiting for, I, I saw a tweet. They're still waiting for a green performance from him on SofaScore. That's all. Bro, I'm someone, someone, <laughs> someone, someone, someone tweeted that uh, 
Someone tweeted a picture of troops with a with a with a blunt, and he's like, "Yo, Sancho post that. Sancho at the game versus Villarreal, poking it up on the sideline." Oh, that's him, bro. But whatever, United win, City lose. It was a good week for me. Good, good week. Um, but anyways, after the break, we gotta talk about the two La Liga teams that are down in the mud. In the mud, in the mud, they are in the mud. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Madrid are in the mud. But first, La Champions is beautiful, man. The Sheriff, bro. Sheriff really beat them 2-1 at the Bernabeu. Lewis. Madrid down in the mud. Are we happy about this? Are we excited? What, what are we? What are we thinking? Um, might I add that that has to be fa- all respect to Sheriff, their most famous night in their history. They'll never forget that day. Ever, ever. Every, every player on that pitch is never going to forget where they were when they beat Real Madrid at the. Yo, they're top of the, the group, champion. dude. They're top of the group. After two match days. This is a club that doesn't even tweet about the game while the game is going on. Bro, their social media manager was playing the game at left back. <laughs> Come on, bro. Their, their jerseys literally look like a kit you could buy at the Adidas store, just plain. Anyways, all respect to Sheriff. This has to be one of the most humiliating nights in Real Madrid history. I think Sheriff are the lowest club to ever, like, make it into the group stage or something. I don't even know. Um, but I don't even know what to say. I guess it makes the, the, the title race in La Liga a lot more interesting if Sheriff are able to beat Real Madrid. I don't feel as bad for Barcelona now anymore because that, that that is way more embarrassing than anything Barcelona have gone through um, in the last 10 games. Well, we, can, we can talk about Barcelona a little bit, but let's, let's just focus on Madrid for a second. Well, Madrid, um, bro, it's the same thing kind of like City where they had just loads of chances, but they didn't get a lick of anything. And Sheriff goalkeeper, whoever the guy's name is, he's great. He he is fantastic. Madrid tested him and tested him and tested him, and they he was just stopping everything in position. He was in great position for everything. Um, it was it was crazy. Did you know that not according to transfer market, only one player on Sheriff is worth a million dollars. The whole squad's worth thirteen million dollars altogether. Thirty million. Thirteen. Thirteen million dollars. One player is worth over a million dollars. Yeah, best time I'm basically that makes that salary. So that's like saying like Kamavinga is worth more of the whole team or whatever much they paid for him. That is crazy. Craziness. Craziness. But yeah, their keeper, um, I got his name, Georgios Antanasis, whatever. Amazing. Uh just Beck, Um, who scored the goal? Yeah, Jasterbeck, he scored the goal and the first goal. And then Sebastian Till with the the commentary said the best strike he'll ever strike in his life to hit that top corner against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. Wonderful by Sheriff. It was a great story. I, I can't believe that even happened. If you don't watch soccer, this is literally ridiculous. Right, right uh, now. <laughs> yo, uh, um, I forgot who said it. When whoever, whenever, whenever Sheriff got to the group stage, um, someone said, that, oh, they're kite. Because I think they beat uh, Feyenoord. Uh, they, he said that, or uh, AC Alkmaar, one of the other, one of those two teams. 
from the Dutch league. He said that Sheriff don't belong in the Champions League. Look at him now. Look at him now beating the 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 team that pretty much runs the Champions League. Yo, and then of course the devil himself. Oh, I don't want to shit on my boy Florentino, but. When he when he talk about the Super League, it's like, oh, people don't even watch till the quarterfinals. Nothing exciting happens. My guy, bro. Look at your team today, bro. Madrid are in the today. mud. In the mud. Madrid are in the mud. It's crazy. No, yeah, no, it was it was bad. It and was the goal bad. they did score was a penalty. That's a bad. Yo, they they were trying so hard. It was just like nothing. Nothing was falling. For them they had thirty one shots, bro. Thirty one shots. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy um Eden Hazard didn't have the best of games I'll say surprise Vinicius Vinicius he may I think he missed kind of like a kind of tried to float it into the 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 goal at one point missed that and he had another cross that someone wasn't able to get the end of um they were just I gotta see how many saves this guy had he had 10 saves and yeah uh, it was 11 shots on target 10 saves crazy crazy stuff um, oh, of course. Is, is, that, is that concerning for Madrid, do you think? Uh, I think it's back-to-back, like, bad losses. Oh, not bad losses, but bad performances. I think that's more concerning. Mm. Maybe, maybe don't look at it as an individual loss. Look at it as, a, like, as a, like another performance of, like, you know. Do you remember after they beat Mallorca 6-1, we were, like, Vinny, Mercedes-Benz, and they're like, oh, they can recover like Asensio, they can recover Isco, they can recover Hazard. Like, watch out. And I was, I remember, I remember saying, like, yo, like, forget about La Liga, they're gonna be competitive champion Champions League. <laughs> and then this happens. Look at that. Do you think Mariano could have made the difference? No, bro, stop. <laughs> the beautiful game. La Champions. Damn, they had Luka Jovic out there. Yeah, no, it was it was bad. It was bad. But um, that, that was embarrassing, but it was only a one. I think it's a one-off. I think they'll bounce back. They'll win this weekend. We forget about it. The other team. I don't know. The sheriff will never forget. Oh, sorry. Talk about just Madrid. Madrid Park. The Sheriff will never forget. Of man. course. Did you know that they only allowed seven games, uh, seven goals in their league campaign last year, Sheriff? Oh, that's insane. How many? How many games? Um, thirty something, thirty-four. Probably something like that. Let me see. Moldova, right? Yeah, I'm bringing the table up right now. In 36 games, they 36. scored 116, allowed seven, and they won 32. They went 32, three draws, one loss. I'm going to sound like a white American dad, but that's what you get when you mess with the law. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out FC Sheriff. Yo, shout out, big shout out, big shout out, big shout out. Special, yo, special nights, man. You're, you, Champions, there's nothing like it, man. Yeah. I'll be honest, like, and we, we know Super League's going to happen, and we could talk about it in another episode. But like Champions League, it's like these, man. Yeah, you, you're not gonna be there any like longer. Um, another, another uh, sad moment for the La Liga team. Uh, my, the ah, hold on, I'm a, I'm a, my friend. I got a notification on my phone. Um, Barcelona, another team down in the mud. Zero shots on target in two games. Zero goals, six against. Another three nothing loss. Uh, I I was putting down the notes. They got upset, but I was like, I don't even think it's an upset. <laughs> I think Benfica should have won. Um, That's how down bad they are these days. Eric Garcia is god awful. Uh, I don't understand how uh, he was a city player once. Uh, <laughs> Luke the ass. He is 
<laughs> the atrocious just doesn't make any sense. Um, I want to talk about the game, but I don't think we should talk about the game at all. Uh, I think it's three nothing. They played horrible, like always. They're boring, boring football. Three four one two formation. Yeah, no, just, just terrible. Um, love, but let's just talk about Ronald Kuma, man. You're gonna get sacked. It's already pretty much confirmed. Um, I want to get your opinion. Who do you think should be the next manager? Um, so you know, reports. We love reports on this show. It's Here you mentioned before Xavi and yeah. Roberto Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. You know, I've seen some clips of Shabi's club in Saudi Arabia. They, they, you know, he looks like he instilled that philosophy over there. Yeah, they look good. Uh, the thing, will that translate to this Barcelona squad? Does he have the the players to do it? Can he? Is he is he for real? Um, I don't know what the quality of football is in Saudi Arabia, but does it translate well to La Liga? I don't know. Roberto Martinez, I think he's a fraud. He's horrible with Belgium, literally cannot get anything out of this golden generation of Belgium. Look at everyone who Belgium has, and they haven't won anything. Terrible coach, in my opinion. But hey, how, long, how long has he been there, though? Since World Cup? Was he there World Cup? He was, right? He was there. Yeah, the other, the other, the other manager got sacked at the Euros when they lost to Wales. I remember that. That's how long he's been there, then? Yeah, so it's either end of 16 or beginning of 17. 2016, okay. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. World Cup, they got to the semis, and then the Shams pulled out his his own terrorist act in that semifinal. Um, and then last, well, they got to the quarters, I think, in this past Euros. Lost to Italy. Italy, eventual champions, whatever. De Bruyne hurt. Um, do I give him a pass? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't think he's getting the best out of the Belgian team. Whatever. I think it's going to be Xavi. Um, fits the Barcelona DNA former player legend uh and i think it's the only logical step to to replace coleman at this point um it's just you know they had the chances there to win this game too and all the chances were there to win this game i found um i I found a quote from uh, my favorite manager ronald coleman he said, and I quote, and I know we don't want to talk about too much about the game because it's disastrous, but he said that Luke de Jong is more dangerous than Neymar in the box. No way. <laughs> Where did he say that? You have to send me that. He said, he said that in a press conference, I believe, either the day he came, one of the press conferences when de Jong was just announced as a player. He said he's more dangerous than Neymar. Hold up. In the box. He missed a big chance and didn't get a foot on another one. He missed two, bro. It's ridiculous. He missed one with the left knee at the post. And he had that one that got uh, the the other uh, Frankie Dijon passed it to him, and he missed it. Didn't even I get mean, it on target. Didn't yeah, even get it I on mean, target. It got blocked, but I you, you know what I mean. It's it's just ah, uh, this guy is something else. The only two people on, that deserve to be on this team are Pedri, Memphis, and Dijon. At this point, right? Frankie. Oh, and Ter Stegen, bro. He had a bad game. No, but he's he's listen. They get listen. They get a bad game. It's just the goal. He doesn't have a defense. True. Uh, sure. um, Everyone else can go. Anyways, um, for me, the manager, uh, I don't think it's gonna be Shabby. I think Suarez said it today too that he should not. Shabby should not go there. The mood is bad. It's just he's just bound to fail. I honestly think um, 
The problem is that I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna solve any problem if you sack Kuman now. Plus, it's expensive, and I don't know how many managers are gonna willing to come to Barcelona in the middle. You should have just fired him in the beginning of the year. Like he, had, you know, he told you know Laporta told Kuman on the first meeting they had, like, "Yo, I'm, I'm if I, I'm gonna try to find a new manager, but if I can't find a new manager in two weeks, you're the manager." You know, he told him that. <laughs> So from there, the relationship's been broken. Like, it's never been a relationship. That's what, you know, Kuman always says shit, and then Laporta's like, oh, we should just shut up and just back it up with performances. Like, so, so I guess at this point, um, what do you do? They just ride out Kuman to the end of the season, then fire him? Honestly, dude, I have no idea. I just don't know any – the coaches that they – the managers that they want are not going to come right now. So that's my thing. May, the only one I could see is Martinez, but he's not good. So I don't know. I don't know what they want. Uh, they want. They want the guy from Ajax, Eric Tanhan. That's that's interesting one. I think he'd do the jump, but at the end of the season, I think he would want to wait for a plan. Well, he's gonna have his plan. He's gonna need the financial back. End of the season. Yeah, because then they'll have the fans in the stadium, and then the salary thing is gonna go up. But no, yeah, you're right. Right now. Is not a good time to to pick up these these scraps at all. Uh, if you're if you're a guy who wants to keep his job, uh, you got to stay clear of this. All right, Lewis. Quick question. Uh, I know you hate this team, one of the teams. I don't know if you hate the other team, but uh, both Liverpool and Bayern won their games comfortably. I think in Europe so far they've looked the, like the most dangerous. So I'm gonna propose to you. Who do you think has been the more dominant team so far? And who has who do you think has the best? Who do you think is the favorite out of these two teams to win the Champions League? Yes. Um, well, you know how high I was on Liverpool at the beginning of the season. I said they probably have one of the the strongest eleven in Europe. And disclaimer, as I know, I always shit on Liverpool during the league, but there's a reason why Liverpool always do well in the Champions League, and then why they have five, was it six European Championships. Six, Six. The reason why they have six, Wenger said it a couple years ago and when they made their run to uh, the final. Uh, and it feels like the most dangerous place to play in, uh, when it's a European game. Uh, so, sorry, you can continue. No, yeah, Liverpool, um, you know, I was very high on them in the beginning of the season because they had Van Dijk coming back and a lot of the, you know, a lot of their injury problems were getting solved. We always had that question about their depth, so they're always an injury or two away from being in a, in a, in a crisis. But... Right. When they're when they're in form, they're probably one of the, and you know when they're buying into the clubs pressing and everything, they're probably one of the most dangerous sides in Europe, and it's it's really hard to 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 beat them when they're on their game. Bayern Munich, uh, you know they they're relentless in Germany, buying up the best talent. Um, they they reload every year. Uh, last year, you you know you kind of felt like they got robbed. Not Rob, but, you know, they kind of missed out on a chance when Lewandowski was out for that leg versus PSG. A lot of people would have said, hey, you know, Lewandowski there changes the game. Was it first leg or second leg? I forget. I think it was the first leg. Okay. Pretty sure. Sorry, continue. Sorry. Um, and they, they dominated the Champions League the, the season before. Um, they didn't. They won every single game. So, I guess <clears> – <throat> Maybe in a two-legged tie, I'll pick Bayern. In a one-off game, I'd pick Liverpool if they were to meet against each other. Um, but right now, I'll give the, I'll give the edge to Bayern to win the Champions League. Out of, if I was picking out of those two teams, just because you know the depth the depth of Bayern is really hard to, to surpass. 
Um, they have so many intelligent players, uh, you know, Kimmich, Muller, Lewandowski, uh, Leroy Sainz coming back into form once he got back to that on that left wing. And, you know, the, the better, the more time Eulen Nagelman, Nagelsmann has to, you know, to implement his play style and stuff, it's going to, it's going to really be a problem. And, you know, Bayern are a team that make it to the semifinal all the time. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get, if they get that far this year. I agree, man. I agree. Um, what's it called? I want to give the edge to Bayern, but my only reasoning is I don't think I think it's been their downfall a lot of these years where they especially when they, I remember it's for me, it was it's more obvious when they had Pep. Um, they just don't have competition in the league. Uh, and I just think that really fucks it up because you got to play Freeburg, you got to play Bielefeld, you got to play Werder Bremen, Hamburg, Stuttgart. Like, you know, like these teams are just not going to give them, they win 5 nothing every 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 game. Yeah. So, so for, for a certain, to a certain degree. And Liverpool's got to play City, United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, uh, Leeds, West Ham, Brighton. Like, these are all Bright, Brentford. Brentford fucking tie them though, really. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not trying to even discredit Liverpool, but like I think as long as I, like I've always said, especially in the Prem, if they stay healthy, they should be dangerous. I just I don't I don't believe it. But I think with the Champions League is a little different because it's pretty much I think I think they'll get through it through the group stage with with ease, and then you really much have a break until February, and then they pretty much just play February, March, and then April, and then May is the final. So like you kind of survive the injuries in the Champions League a little easier. Well, until someone's out for the whole year. Oh, of, of course. I'm saying I'm talking about like like a nagging, like a three, like a say they pick up an injury like in November, three weeks or so month, and it's like like a tough part of the season in terms of like domestically, you know. But Champions League, you're chilling. So I, I look at Liverpool differently when it's like comes to the Champions League. The Anfield atmosphere is ridiculous. Um, fuck, 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 Ellen Road over here. Like Anfield is a hundred times better. <laughs> Edwin's not here to defend his other club. <laughs> uh, but no, I, 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 yeah, I think I think I would give the edge to Liverpool only because Bayern just there's no measuring stick to how good they are when they play domestically. I, just, I don't. I think that's an issue. That is that is that is very true. Um, but I think the class, you know, we we both agree the class is still there to, yeah. to do it because they've done it already before. All um, right. Well, anyways. Um, to a more interesting game. Uh, Juve won. Chelsea's nil. Lewis, is, are we slowly but surely, are we killing to, to Shalaban? Thomas Fluco has taken another loss back-to-back games. Ladies. First time as a Chelsea manager. Um, yes, first time as a Chelsea manager. Um, and, now, now, and now, like I said, we have two blueprints on beating Chelsea. I mentioned this to Santi the other day. We have the, the city pep way where you're just marauding them, pressing them. Jorginho gets the ball. You have four city guys on him. He loses the ball right away. And you're just creating your chances until you get your goal. And then what Juventus did, and what I've told Santi before, Juventus let them have possession. They said, do whatever you want with the ball because you guys don't know what the fuck to do with it. They have no creators. Mason Matt was out, and that's the, probably their, their, their best creator in the, in the, in the game. They, they played Ziek, which I thought was good. Um, they brought in Hudson the Doy late in the game, but I think those are two guys that have to start. Um, I think he has to step away from this back five when he's playing these big teams because you need to create chances to win these games. 
Uh-huh. Um, you're not always going to get that that one long ball to Lukaku that he could just blast in. It's not going to happen every time. I believe he changed it up to a back four at the end of the game, but I could be wrong. I'm Maybe towards the end of the game because they were chasing it at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's just not a way to, to – it's not sustainable in my eyes just because, I don't know, I feel like when, to, as Pep says, to win the games you have to score the goals, guys. He said that in the in the city documentary on Amazon. Um, yeah, he he went to a back four at the end. Okay, so then sixty second minute, seventy fifth yeah, minute, seventy fifth minute. At that point, he's chasing the game to try to get a point or something out of here. Um, but Allegri, the original terrorist, he had he had the perfect game plan. He just he said, "Hey, have the ball. Take it." They had sixteen shots, one on target. And Juventus was the better team. Federico Chiesa, even with the ball out, even with Morata out, they were able to get the W. Great performance by Chiellini, uh, who came on late in the game. And also Benucci and Delicta did a great, a great, a great job of making sure Lukaku was. You know, I, w- I would have mentioned if I was in the last podcast, but watching Lukaku always with Inter, he can't score against Juve. <laughs> Chiellini and Bonucci love playing against him. And I love Lukaku. I'm not trying to shout him, but it's just I just I know this from as an Inter fan. But anyways, it's a good segue. Um, Inter, frustrated. They tied 0-0 with Shakhtar away. Are they going to make it to knockout? What, I mean, are they going to fail again in Europe, Lewis? What are you thinking? I, Me personally, I, I now with Sheriff <laughs> it, coming in hot. I don't know, man. It's kind of, it's looking dangerous. What the, do you might, the mighty Sheriff. And, you know, when you look, when we saw this group originally, we thought Madrid and, and Inter were going to run, right run away with it. But, yeah. you know, do Inter miss Lukaku that much that, you know, you know, Shakhtar. Well, they created chances. They, they just, they just, they just couldn't score. <laughs> no, and I'm saying, you know, you need, you need that, that someone to put it away. Uh, what, what are they in this, in this group now? Third or fourth place? Fourth. Fourth place in the group after two games. You got four games left to pick it up. Um, you know, we assume they're going to beat Sheriff, but who knows nowadays? Hold on, hold on. We can't assume that. <laughs> um, we might have a, another Sheriff. European night at the San Siro, but that'd be crazy. They they have to find a way to get those goals and, and get um Lauturo going. Who's probably the best creator there? Barella? Uh Nicolo has been playing well now with uh, after the Euros. I think he's playing every game like 90 minutes. It's incredible. Uh Chalanoglu uh is probably the creator. Ericsson, remember, he's still he's still out. Still out, it's yeah. Hard thing. Um yeah, just those two. It's just Chana Logo, but Erland and Erickson, he's there. I mean, Vidal, not really anymore. Well, um, he's not really much of a creative type, but, right. you know, maybe even Perisic, you brought him pretty late in the game, but the chase it at that point. But, you know, if you're Inter, two games, how many points do they have? One. One. So there's a lot of ground to make up. But then again, Madrid only has three, and Sheriff have six. Okay. <laughs> Sheriff pretty much, pretty much. I think I'm pretty much. I think Sheriff is confirmed at least Europa at this point. If, if Sheriff, Europa after this, it's kind of bad. If Sheriff could steal another win or get three more draws and get to nine points, just just no, just another one more draw. I think that I think it's confirmed they'll get to Europe. No, I'm talking about knockout stages. Right? Oh, okay, I see what you mean. If they get to nine points, they, if they they Yo, can get imagine a... Real at Europa League. That's such a weird thing <laughs> to look at. They could. That's do. crazy. If Sheriff could pull out another another win, they could beat Shakhtar for all we know again. Yeah. Well, so. time will tell. Um, and then 
last but not least, unfortunately, there was a terrorist attack in Milan. <laughs> I don't understand how it was a fucking penalty. That's a bunch of horse shit. Excuse my language. Uh, don't edit this out, Ed- Edwin. Um, but that was not a pen. Uh, Greasy scores. Great. He's washed. Uh, Suarez got that the game-winning goal. Milan, zero points after two. Looks like their chances are oh, looking slim now to make it to the knockouts. It sucks because they play well, too. Yeah. So, what are we thinking? Are we Did Atletico win it or did Milan lose it, Lewis? I think, well, Milan were at a disadvantage. Um, that was know, a bullshit red card, too. Yeah, Kessie had the – he got the second yellow. Um and you know, I think they're just unfortunate in this way. Uh, Mike Mingan, um, the goalkeeper, we know, <laughs> we, um, he's good, man. I, I love him. Oh, he's nasty. He's good. Yeah, he, should, he should replace the uh, Yoris. He's a he's a really he was a really good buy for, yeah. for them. But maybe if they if they would have if Kepsi played against the, in the rest of the game, maybe they could have got a you know a point out of it. Yeah, if it was eleven on eleven, definitely would have definitely would have ended up different. But at the same time, I think Slatin changes his game. Drew changes his game. If Drew played more. No, but if Drew got in, like, started the game. Yeah, but you, he's not a kind of player like that anymore, bro. He's like, he's going to be a sub for them. Their, their goal is to play Slatin for 60 minutes and say they're winning or, like, they need to change it or he's tired. Then you bring in Drew. That's, that's, I think that's their, their, that's their game plan. Or vice versa. They got to do something more with that, man. Uh and especially, they got to fight for the possession more. They, they allowed 64% possession for Atletico Madrid and 22 shots for Atletico Madrid. Ridiculous. Yeah. Especially uh, for, for a team like, like Simeone. I don't know. You got to. No, to, to be fair, that, that, that man for once went like very uh, attacking. He had one center mid at the end and he had uh, a center, another center mid playing right back. So he did go like all out. So. At least, at least they, they were looking for it. They were, they were chasing the game hard, like big-time hard. No, it's a good result for them. Kessie got that goal, you know, early on. To, I mean, the, the, the red card early on. I think it was like the 29th minute. So, 31st. So, Milan really had no choice but to defend most of the game. Yeah. Just unfortunate. Unfortunate for Milan after a, a long uh, break from the Champions League to be knocked out in the groups. will be upset. Hopefully, they get Europa. Porto looks bad, too. So, um we'll see um but i think that wraps up our ucl review uh great great as a great great uh great fixture great fiction overall great match a lot, a lot of yeah a lot of good a lot of nice goals a lot of great wings a lot of insane defeats and that's the magic of the champions league fuck the super league la champions bum, 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 bum. all right uh and uh, um on the other side of the break we'll be Previewing the weekend, some tough games, some interesting games. Uh, so I'll see you right back. And we're back. And we're going to preview some of the weekend's uh, best matches. Uh, let's stay with the teams that just that we just talked about in the UCL. Let's go first with Milan. Milan play Atalanta. Uh, Lewis, who do you think needs this result more? I I know Atalanta's home, um, but I actually think Milan needs a result here better more than Atalanta. I think, um, especially after this defeat, I think they need to bounce back. 
No, yeah. Um, you know, pretty bad UCL results for Milan. Um, you know, back in Serie A, Atalanta, you know, they're in seventh place right now, seven points off top. But Milan, they find themselves in second. And Napoli, who knows when they're going to drop points there. They're 6-0. and oh. uh, So if Milan wants to keep pace with Napoli, they're going to have to win this game. Um, Atalanta, you know, we realized they scored 100 goals last year in Serie A. So they're obviously a firing force. Yeah, not this year, though. They only have eight goals so far. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, if they can regain that form, that'd be, that'd be you know, fantastic for them as they, 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 you know, made the Champions League last year. But I think, I think, and realistically, if Milan really wants to keep pace and if they want to wait for Zlatan to come back, I think they're going to need this win more than, than Atalanta do. Will they do it? Mm. Pretty iffy, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt since they, they've been in great form this year in Serie A, um, only allowing three goals so far in six games. I, I see a draw here. I think, um, like you pointed out, Atalanta is uh, getting further and further away from the top, especially with Napoli's form. I could see Milan being like, yo, we got to keep pace, but I also see Atalanta wanting to, you know, get get some points, you know. The, the more they lose, the more they fall back. And you, you never know how many how many points you're going to recover from that, especially with Napoli with their form there. Um, but, yeah, no, good, it's going to be a good game. It should be it should be wide open. I don't think these, these two teams are going to uh, be, be <laughs> have some uh, terrorist tactics in uh, Park the Bus. Sure. So, speaking of terrorist tactics, uh, we got Atletico versus Barca. Um, so, Lewis. Uh, is Al Qaeda running wild, or is it D Day for Atletico? Um, <laughs> the form bars is in at this point. I don't think they're gonna get a result against Atletico. They they they're struggling to score a lot. They can't get anything on on uh, on on target. And you know, Atletico devious in these games. Uh, they can get a result against Barcelona. So, and I think they're they're obviously. I'll say better form, but even even their wins aren't even too convincing as, as well. So it's going to be an ugly game. I'll give you that much. But I think Atletico – actually, no, I think it's going to end up in a draw, honestly, uh, the way I see it. How about you? Really? Yeah. Atletico struggle to score too, man. I don't know. Listen, that's fair. I believe it. I just I just think Barca's just so bad that I think Atletico will easily win somehow. But uh, no, it should be a good game. I honestly don't. I, I don't think it's gonna be a good. I don't want to say no, good game. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say a good game. I, 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 no, okay, it'll be a good game if Barca score. So let them score one, and then Atletico go all out. Okay. No, actually, yeah, that'll be that'll actually end up being a good game. Well, it's crazy because I mean, Atletico, we know they haven't changed their style of play, but like, I tend to remember these games are always memorable. These fixtures. No, yeah. To be fair. And now that fans are back, I feel like that adds more. I know the athletic crowd hate Barcelona, so um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, so another big game. So let's go to the Prem. Uh, let's start off with my team, United, play Everton on Saturday, 730. Um, before, you, before you say anything, for the love of God, we better fucking win. <laughs> Please, we're not tied with Everton, bro. I could see us drawing. I could already like being. It's gonna be early in the morning too. It's gonna just just ruin my whole weekend. 
<laughs> just like last time. I swear to God, we better win. I mean, uh, what do you, what do you, well, how do you see it go, uh, playing out? Uh, you guys are at home. One, you got that advantage. Uh, You're right. We're at home. Um, Everton, they, they haven't been impressive at all. They lost three 0 to Villa. They haven't beaten anyone, you know, good except maybe Brighton. If you want to consider them good, uh, I, I mean, I think they're turning the they're turning the page a little bit. They're not awful anymore. They're like they're so like that. They're like that annoying team that like they they, they, they could get a result from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I don't. I haven't seen much from Everton to to really think that they could challenge United. They beat in Burnley, Norwich. Brighton and they beat Southampton. You know, those aren't really the most impressive of wins. Uh, they drew against Leeds at the mighty Ellen Road. And <laughs> uh, so I don't I don't really know what to expect out of Everton. Um, they just lost James Rodriguez. And, you know, they're going to expect a lot of Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison. So it's really, I think it's really going to be up to Ole this game to see how this game plays out. Uh, right. So I'm gonna, it's it's gonna be up to all the way, right? Because you know Everton are also a tricky team. They're you know they're not relegation candidates either, so they can go out there and get a result too. Um, but they're gonna want a result. Um, they're going to want to. Yeah, because they're, they're they're challenging for European spots right now. Yeah, this, this at this stage of the season, they're they're tied with you guys. They're just off by goal difference. So I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to United for the win, just because they have. Oh, all, thank all the you. I'm not. I'm I'm not giving them any benefit. There, it took, excuse me, it took literally like only like two months, or not even, yeah, two months into the season. I'm just, I just, I no more benefit. I hate, <laughs> I hate all. I'm back to hating all that. Um, so screw them. I think you guys have enough to win. Nah, we should like again, but I can already see him like just playing the same exact team, and like being too tired. Um. Like you I said, gotta, you got to get Donnie on the pitch, bro. He was mad. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but I don't blame him. We need, we need, we need to switch up, just switch up that starting eleven. You know, like I said, Sancho on the right. I want to see Cavani and Ronaldo start together. Um, what's it called? Um, and then um, maybe have Donnie. Oh, he's not gonna play Donnie. I, I would give Bruno a rest a little bit. I'll give Pogba a rest. But you know what? We're, whatever. I I hate my manager. <laughs> Um, but all right. So then, the talk, the talk of the town, the talk of the town for the big game of the over the weekend, Liverpool City. First of all, are you scared? Are you nervous? Um, you know we're going to Anfield, and last season we lifted the the Anfield curse. We haven't won there in the league since like two thousand four, albeit it was an empty stadium. So. It's always a little nerve-wracking going to Anfield. I'm not scared of Liverpool, the team, because we can beat Liverpool. We proved that before. We've done it. Uh, but it's just – it's mostly the thing being at Anfield with fans back and, you know, that City-Liverpool robbery for, you know, those last three years, um, except for last year, it was it was, it was was heated. All those matches – all those matches got to me, man, yeah, whether we were home or away, because, you know, some of, some of the ways we lost, some of the ways we won, it, it just – you know – it really gets your fingers fingers shaking. You can hear it in my voice. I'm like, this is this that, is that, the team. That, that's the first team you I've heard you truly like hate a team. No, I know you you're, you're hating on Chelsea now, but like Liverpool is the first team. I don't think you've ever hated on United. Uh, because you know by the time we met each other, United. Yeah. Were already... <laughs> Thanks. 
Thanks. <laughs> we met United's fighting for like Europa spots, man. Thanks. All right. Um, anyways. No, but you know, I did say this this these next three games, the the Chelsea game, the PSG game, and, and this game, the Liverpool game, we're gonna be our toughest challenges because they're all away. They're all against Champions League and Premier League uh, contenders. And this is where we prove ourselves. We won one, we lost another. I didn't really care about the PSG game because it was a group stage match, but this is the game we need because Liverpool are top of the table. Um, the way the Premier League has gone the last couple of years, if you lose more than three games, you're out of the race pretty much. So we got to stay up there and we got to, we got to do what we got to do. Your non-biased opinion. What's the, what's the end result? You see, we just beat Chelsea. We just lost to PSG. In one game, it's like, oh, we don't need a striker. In the other game, it's like, we do need a fucking striker. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna depend how. Damn it! Again, first thing, like I said, the last pod, if they score first, I'd be worried, because when Liverpool score first on us all the time, they always just blitz us with like two more goals right after, and then the game's over. Um, so we have to get ahead first. That's one. We can't let them score in like the first thirty minutes. That always kills us too. These games is like vivid memories just running in my head right now for the last like four years of play, playing against Liverpool. Um, it's gonna it's gonna come down to us beating their press and just no, give me a, give me a score, bro. You don't have to do those explanations. Ah oh, man, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say two two. Oh come on, two two. Come on, Mohamed Salah will score. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Uh, he 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 kills us. Uh, City, I don't know who the hell's gonna score for City. Foden, I'll get Foden a goal. If good thing on place, he scores. I don't know if he's is he injured still. Yeah, he's gonna be out till after the international uh, break. I feel like Gunning always scores against Liverpool. But, but what do you, who do you what do you think is gonna happen in the game? No, who, who, I think Liverpool win. Liverpool always beat you guys. I am. But we beat them last year at Anfield. Yeah, with no fans. <laughs> Something you're accustomed to. <laughs> I walked so, into that one. <laughs> so I'm just saying Anfield man they play well against Anfield and Anfield and I think they're actually like in full, like so their key is uh they, they gotta be well they gotta be sharp defensive that's all because I think offensively they're clicking they're gonna score goals in one or two I'm not saying three or four you're saying they're gonna score a goal or two DS test baby we'll see we'll see it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be exciting all right well I think that wraps up our weekend preview um and coming up uh, Edwin's actually going to join us for trivia. Oh, let's go. Uh, second best segment of the show. Best. Uh, so uh, we'll see you right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best segment of the show. My trivia time. Uh, as always, we have Edwin and Santi, our two contestants. I believe the series is tied 2-2, correct? Unfortunately, I don't know how. Uh, Well, you got to test your knowledge. So here we have these two so-called football fans. We have Santiago. We have Edwin, who is joining us via phone call. One can never miss trivia. Edwin, say hello to the people. What's up, guys? Sorry I'm hopping on late, but got a lot of crap to do today. But glad to be on. All right. All right, guy. Let's get to our... (laughs) we do not care all right let's get to our (laughs) trivia question same thing edwin and santi are going to go back and forth i have 12 names on my list here and my question today is 
What players have scored a Champions League hat trick for multiple clubs? I'll say it again. What player has scored a multiple hat trick? Hold on, man. All right, well. For the people, I'm saying it twice. Oh, my bad, my bad. What player has scored multiple hat tricks? I mean, Champions League hat tricks for multiple clubs. There are 12. And we're going to go back and forth between these two. Um, I think last time Edwin went first. No, I went first. Santi went first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you guys remember every time. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with Edwin. And Edwin, you got the question? Yeah. How All much right. time do I got? Five seconds? Five seconds per answer. Ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Cristiano Ronaldo. That is correct. Probably the easiest one. Santiago, go. <sighs> Ruben Nistelroy. Correct. Ruben Nistelroy. Edwin? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, incorrect, not Zlatan. Oh, what the hell? Santi. Uh, Shevchenko. Shevchenko is correct. Edwin. Samuel Eto'o. Samuel Eto'o is correct. Right. Santi. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, incorrect. Damn. Edwin, you have a chance to t- uh, take a lead here. Incorrect. Oh, okay, good. Santi. Rivaldo. Incorrect. What did he say? Rivaldo, he said. Okay. Edwin, go. Uh, Neymar. Neymar, correct. Damn. Tied game, baby. No, you're up one. <laughs> oh, bad. Uh, just, just, just deduct the point for him for being dumb. <laughs> Santi, go. <laughs> Falcao. Falcao, incorrect. Damn, what? Edwin. Fernando Torres. Incorrect. Damn. Santi. Hernan Crespo. Incorrect. Edboy. Didier Drogba. Drogba is correct. What? Go. For Marseille, too? Yep. Santi. (laughs) Who? Uh, Sorry. Um... I'm fine. Uh, Time's up. up. (laughs) Edwin. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho, incorrect. Santi. Lewandowski. Lewandowski is correct. Where'd he go? On my list. Here he is. Edwin. Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez, incorrect. Erlen Holland. Holland, incorrect. No, why did you get him with Salzburg? (laughs) No! (laughs) Edwin. Oh, um, I hate my uh, life. What's his name? The guy, Balak, Michael Balak. Incorrect. Santi. Uh, Benzema. Benzema, incorrect. Ed Boy. Iguain. Incorrect. Wait, how many? How many? Sorry, right, a little, a little pause. How many? How many? We have said seven, correct? Right. So there's five left. One, two, three, four. Yeah, seven. You said. So there's five left. So it's your turn. Yeah. All right. Santi. Oh, no, it's my turn. No, it's my turn. I didn't say anything. Lukaku. That's wrong. Incorrect. Yeah. Edwin. Yeah, say anything. Uh, Hernan Crespo. No. Santi said that. Pay attention. Uh, Santi, go. Mo Salah. Incorrect. Edwin. Oh. David Beckham. No. Damn. Santi. Aguero. 
No. Edwin. Uh, Falcao. No, said already. Damn it. Balotelli. Nope. You guys are bad. Oh, I got one. Who? Is it my turn? Oh. Uh, fucking Hulk. No. <laughs> hey, that's a good, like, uh, like a good wild card guess. All right, I'm going to give you guys two guesses each next. So make these count. Santi. Cavani. Incorrect. Edwin. Incorrect. Wait, hold on. He technically had one more guess than me already. Just letting you know. Because he went first. Okay, so you'll get I two. I get three. I get three. He gets two. Then, if anything. Well, you already exhausted one. So you have two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got right. two more. So go. Two. One. Jacko. No. Edwin, your last chance. Okay. Um, Roberto Firmino. Incorrect. Santi, your last guess to – this would be to tie the game. Here you go. Michael Owen. I don't know. Dude. Correct. Oh, let's go! At the buzzer! <laughs> All right, so, so far you guys have said Ronaldo, Vin Nistori, Sevchenko, Drogba, Michael Owen, Eto, Lewandowski, and Neymar. So that means there's one, two, three, four more, four more names. What's the tiger? Hasha, uh, I guess we oh, want a sudden, is... sudden death. Next person to get one right wins the game. Well, but then, all right, if everyone gets it right, then I, then I have to get it right. I guess I lose. You know what I'm saying? How, that's not how sudden death works. But then, how, who, but then that makes no sense because then he has more, one more chance than I do. All right, fine. We'll give you a chance to, no, to count. No, no, it's, it's whoever gets. The one that gets it right, and then the next person, if they get it wrong, that's how it goes. Okay, unless, okay. Unless I get it right because you already went before me. Does that make sense? Because your turn is before mine. All right, so then you go first then for, for the overtime. <laughs> All right, Santi, go. Morata. Incorrect. Edwin. Carlos Tevez. Incorrect. Santi. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Julie. Something Julie. I don't know his first name. No. Damn. Edwin. Uh, Three, two, one. Yeah. Nada. Fernando Santi. Morientes. No. What Ed Boy. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, Chavi Alonso? No. Uh, two of these guys you're probably not going to get. So two of them are pretty recent players, though. Very recent? Very recent. One's even still playing. Oh, boy. All right. So, Santi, go. Uh, Boric Yomas. No. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Edwin. Uh, Balotelli? No. Uh, Santi. Uh, Chiro Immobile. No. Oh, my God. You guys suck. I don't know, bro. Edwin. Oh, I think I might want one guy. I'm going to uh, – I don't know. I'll try that one. Oh, friend, uh, no, fuck. I was – Two. One, no. Raul. No. Play Madrid the whole time. Oh, come on. No, he played a shocker. <laughs> Most of the time in Madrid. Oh, my God. Oh, I got one. Who? Yeah. Oh, Di Maria. No. Contalar. No. Damn. Oh, damn. Edwin. Oh. I'm going to go with... Three, Charisma. two... Who? Charisma. No, Charisma. not Charisma. 
Van Sante. Persie? No. Edwin. Uh, Kagawa. No. Shinji. Arjun <laughs> Robin. No. Edwin. Frank Rivery. No. Santi. Uh, nah. Two, one. I got nothing. I got nothing. Edwin. Snyder? No. Santi. Oliver Giroud. Yes. Let's go. Fuck you, Let's go. All right, Edwin. Sudden death, bitch. <laughs> Yo, you're fucking lying. I got one more shot. I got one more oh, shot. wait. Edwin got one more shot. All right. Your countdown starts whenever ever fucking Lewis says. Lewis, go. All right. Your countdown starts now. Three. Who? No. Let's go! <laughs> Suck ass, bitch. That was funny, bro. That was too funny. Let's go. So off UEFA's website, the players <laughs> who have scored hat-tricks for multiple clubs are Cristiano Ronaldo, seven for Real Madrid, one for Juventus. Filippo Inzaghi, two for Juventus, one oh, for AC Milan. Inzaghi, that's a good one. Marco Simone. One for AC Milan, one for Monaco. No idea who that is. Roy Mackay. Roy Mackay, motherfucker. Deportivo La Coruña and, and Bayern Munich. Yep. Ruud Van Nistelrooy for PSV and Manchester United. Andrei Simchenko for Dynamo Kiev and AC Milan. Drogba for Marseille and Chelsea. Michael Owen for Liverpool and Manchester United. What a scumbag. Samuel Eto for Barcelona and Inter. Lewandowski, one for Dortmund, two for Bayern. Neymar, one for Barcelona, two for PSG. And big Olivier Giroud, one for Arsenal, one for Chelsea. Game winner. Santi takes a 3-2 lead in trivia. Suck my ass, Edwin. Woo! Edwin, you have anything to say before you go? Yeah, this is that boss twenty, man. <laughs> As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for trivia. Thank you, Edwin, for calling in and never missing out on the best segment of the show. Um, and if you're keeping score at home, Santiago's up 3-2 in the season series. But there's always room for Edwin to come catch up. Bye, Ed boy. Peace out, loser. And we're back. And for the best segment of the show, actually, after after last week, and I don't even know how, how that's true, but uh, Ballon d'Or bets. Um, we went one for four <laughs> last weekend. Pretty what bad. Did hit, what hit last weekend? OGC knees, bro. <laughs> OGC knees. Kane missed a sitter against Ramsdale. Uh, Ronaldo should have taken the pen. Um, what else did I have? Oh, I had the parlay. The parlay just disaster. But then there was one more that I missed. Torino, Torino, Lazio. Lazio put Lazio to win. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I had, I went one for five. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy's not winning you. I forgot about the money line draw no bad Chelsea. I forgot Tuchelaban was going to come out like that. Oh, yeah. I told you City would win. Hey, did you hedge? No, you didn't, you pussy. 
I don't have money to play with right now. Bro, I'm waiting, for, bucks, bro. I'm waiting for this podcast. Just to starve hit. yourself for one day. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy lunch at work, people. That's it, bro. You're chilling. So what what's your overall record? Do you have it on you? Uh I'll have it for next spot. I should I should have had it now, but I'll have it for next spot. I think we're I think we're even money, but I'm on but I'm but I'm under five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Individual bets I'm under five hundred, but we're even money. Or okay. at least close to it. So like we're not down down bad, but you know, I wanna always at least get like to like I believe the guy the guy said fifty three or fifty seven percent to like just pretty much always be even. I think it's good to hit your best fifty three percent or fifty seven. I think it's fifty three. Well, I'm liking I'm liking uh some of the bets you got here. All right, so let's get to it. All right, first one, parlay, of course. Um, we're gonna go. I would expect Inter to bounce back. They've been the best attack in the Serie A. They have twenty goals already in six games. That's ridiculous. That's like Atalanta numbers, which is crazy. Um, and they're facing off against Sassuolo. Uh, Sassuolo, they just got their first victory last game, but uh, second victory, I apologize. Uh, but they barely score any goals. They score six goals. They've let up seven. So I expect a tight game, but I expect Inter to bounce back after drawing against Shakhtar. And of course, gotta go with the our favorite terrorist in Spain. <laughs> uh, now, because he plays terrorist ball, I don't believe they'll win. Like I don't fully trust them. So I, I'm gonna go with the double chance Atletico winner draw. And when you parlay that, you get plus one seventeen odds. That's gets gets making some money there. We're gonna put one unit on that. Uh, that's our first bet. Our second bet, you mentioned it in our preview, but you mentioned Mo Salah always destroys you guys, always scores against that, and he's plus 155 to score. So I like those odds. So I'm going to put one unit on that. Uh, we're going to go, and we're going to go back to La Liga. Uh, I also, another team I expect to bounce back is Real Madrid. Real Madrid have won their last uh, 13, they're playing, sorry, they're playing Espanol. They've won their last 13 of their 14 games um, against Espanol. And I expect them to destroy them. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to take a little gamble here. So I'm going to go Real Madrid. I'm going to do a little game prop. Real Madrid to win 2-0. So they got to win whatever score margin. And could clean sheet. That's uh, a plus 210. Put one unit on that. And to keep it simple, uh, West Ham Brentford over two and a half goals. It's minus one ten, one unit. Uh, West Ham, they don't park the bus ever. They play pretty attacking. Brentford, the kings of the expected goals. We saw last weekend. I think they always want to. They always create chances. So I expect that to be a lot of goals. I, I want to say, I want to say Brentford is going to win or draw, but I, I think West Ham will probably pull away. Uh, and that's Ballon d'Or bets. Louis, which one's your favorite one? I like three of the oh I think I like all four. Um Inter, I like the logic behind it. Atletico winner draw. I don't think Barcelona win the game. Right. That's, 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 that's pretty much my my insurance right there. Because I can see a draw. I can definitely see a Barcelona. Um Salada score, definitely. He loves scoring against City. Uh Madrid, who did Madrid play again? Espanol. Espanol Madrid win. Hopefully they bounce back after the performance against Sheriff. Right. I'm going a little gamble. They're going to win to nil, expecting them to like really bounce back. So and um West Ham, they have the best player in the Premier League, Mikel Antonio. Eight goal involvements in five games. Uh and Brentford. They, Brentford's the second best player in the Premier League, Ivan Tony. Yeah, so 
I'm, I mean, I like it all, man. Also, a little a little tidbit on Espanol. They have four goals in seven games so far. So not good at all. Listen, um, and listen, so I actually like the game prop the best. I and Salah to score. I think I like the over for West Ham and Brentford. We'll see. We'll see. Well, that is, that is minus one ten, so they think it's likely to happen. So. I know it's it's fifty. It's even pretty much. It's fifty fifty. Yeah. Um. So, no. Nah, yeah, the game prop probably the strongest. So. All right. Well, fellas, ladies, thank you all for listening. Another episode of False Nine down in the books. Lewis, thank you for joining me. I hope you had fun tonight. I had a lot of fun. Always have a great time. I'm always ready to rock. Thank you all for listening. Please like us. Please subscribe. Until next time.